1: plushcare.com slash What's going on, everybody? Troy Rawlings here, and welcome once again to Meet The. And today, we meet the journalist, the radio personality and producer, the man, sportscaster, Mr. Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. What's going on, Brandon?
2: Brother, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm trying to get 15 cents.
2: <laughs> what's that you need, then we'll get that 85 85
1: hey, six, hey, right? hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna work that we're gonna work that and with your skills you, you're in the place to be and, and thanks for coming into Los. you in los angeles of course for i guess all the wondrous that is the kickoff to the nba season
2: yeah
1: uh in los angeles you you're a new york native though
2: Yes, I am a I am a hybrid. I am a New York and northern New Jersey native. Uh, I split time between both. I have to give credit to both because both will kick me in my butt if I don't name both, which is pretty cool that you can you can you can have currency on both sides of the river. So I won't complain.
1: No, okay. no, i understand. say. All right. For, for those that don't know about the Scoop B radio show. Brandon Scoop B Robinson, let everybody know how you got started in media well, and journalism.
2: Well, you talked about Scoopy Radio, 3.5 million streams last year. Anybody from DJ Khaled to Mark Cuban to the voice of Siri to Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, a myriad of other people. Um, It's definitely been a project that that started literally um, out of a Timberland box. I know that's as New York as it comes. Uh, It was a collection of uh, tapes from my childhood. Uh, When I started as a kid, I had a show in New York. Called Nets
1: Slamming Planet. Some uh, folks don't know what tapes are. The, t- the cassettes.
2: <laughs> I know we in
1: this. They don't even yeah, understand the cassettes. Yeah. Look up mixed Google mixtape tape cassettes. All of that. Urban yeah. Outfitters and some other places I think may sell them Radio. now. But, yeah,
2: because
1: they it. like tape.
2: tape. Yeah, yeah. As I say in my writing and 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 in interviews, for those who were tardy to the party, uh, tapes are. Uh, I guess for our generation, what A tracks were to our parents' this generation. Um, tapes literally um, from shows that I did uh, as a kid, uh, interviewing anybody from Kimbe Mutombo to uh, BJ Armstrong, who won championships with Michael in the Bulls, Michael Jordan and the Bulls back in the day. And basically, I used to tell people, hey, you know, I, I started at 12. Okay, so how do you prove it? Well, we digitized those tapes. Um, and so basically, you created a, a time capsule of then and now. And, and, I actually created Scoopy Radio concurrently when I was at CBS Radio. Um, and basically, it was, like, free advertising. So, like, I was writing at CBS Local Sports and CBS Sports Radio, and I had a podcast through CBS uh, Radio. Uh, and basically, i will be like, hey, but you can hear that on Scoopy Radio. So, like, I was able to, to mix and dabble both. And um, awesome. basically... <clears throat> Scoopy Radio came about in that way. And what ended up happening was I left CBS um, and became a managing editor and columnist at a magazine called Respect Magazine. So basically, I would take all the interviews that I did uh, and I made them more current, D- dug into the bag relationships and, you know, would write about the things that people would say on the podcast. And, you know, headlines, photos, text, that all goes hand in hand in the digital space that we're in, you know, transitioning from radio going into digital. And if you're not on Google, you're not popping. Uh, so basically taking all of that stuff, digitizing it and making it happen. And, um, you know, Scoopy Radio has been has been has been a, a success out of nowhere, independently produced uh, by my, my, my producer, D.J. Maniel, um, and, and I mean, we've even had the voice of NBA Jam uh, on, on Scoopy Radio. Tim Kittsrow uh, on there that went viral. He told us a story about how Michael Jordan um, actually was he wasn't on the game, was given a copy of the game. Uh, that had his likeness on it by NBA Jam. And only he, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, as well as Gary Payton have probably, there's like eight in the world. And, and, that, and one of those, uh, they call them uh, cabinets, may actually be making its way to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, so. so uh, uh,
1: here's, here's the thing because I know, I know I have a lot of friends. i um, from Baltimore originally, that in the sports, they were in the sports, they wanted to get into newscasting. Some of them are doing some local things with the Ravens and things like that. From what you're saying, and you um, talked a little bit about uh, your, your parents and your family. You had, you guys had a, a shoe, for those who don't know, you had a shoe store in, in New York. Was it in Harlem? It was in Harlem. So, and the, and the artists and the players and everybody would come through the shoe store. So, and like you said, they have, you have pictures when you were a child, them holding you. So you crafted the relationship part. You crafted the not saying like you said, not saying crafted the relationship, but the communication with these guys on a personal level. And when we start to see nowadays in media, especially sports media, the interviewers that have more of a personal relationship usually get the much better interviews.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you, you did it very not to jack a modern day term organically. Yeah. thought know, you were you were groomed for this thing.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I would say that I think um, one of the, my models, you know, growing up, aside from Ed Bradley on 60 Minutes, I used to watch 60 Minutes like crazy. Was Ahmad Rashad, who wasn't a journalist, he was a former football player, and he was on NBA Inside Stuff. I was a guest on NBA Inside Stuff as a kid, and what I can say is, um, and, and shout out to Grant Hill for for and and, and the Turner people for revamping it. But um, <clears throat> that relationship that Ahmad had with Michael Jordan was priceless. Just like. You look at Jim Brown in the earlier days and at CBS, Jim Brown had the relationships. He was getting interviews uh, post game that people were trying to get, and, and he got them. And so I think when you look like the person you're covering, I'm six foot five, so I, and I'm, and I'm African American, I, I have an advantage, but it's not just that. I put in the work. As I told you earlier a couple things. One, I fell in love with the game in 1991. My stepfather's from the west side of Chicago, and so a certain bald head guy that might named Michael Jordan playing for the Bulls, won a few championships with Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, and, and, and Phil Jackson. But in addition to that, um, the sneaker store was a thing. And I had an uncle who, who uh, was a commissioner of Parks for a basketball league in Harlem called Citywide. And so anybody mm. who came out of the city, you know, I was, was, knew my uncle. You know, you're talking Bernard King, you're talking, uh, you're talking Mark Jackson, you're talking Kitty to Jets Smith, you're, you're talking uh, Rod Strickland, Earl, Earl of Pearl Monroe, anybody who came, Earl was not from New York, but he, he he passes because he played for the Knicks. But anybody who came out of New York City, and I had a cousin who was a ball boy for the Knicks as well. So, like, that relationship started early on just with basketball. And like you said, I was roomed, but um, putting in the work is so important. And I think that that kind of uh, was wrapped into a ball when I went to prep school. I went to a, a, a prep school that, you know, nationally ranked football team. And um, anybody who came out of my high school was at least a Division one athlete, whether it was in basketball, football, baseball. And so – those relationships carried over into life. You know, everybody knows everybody. It's a small industry. And, you know, you connect with people and make those things happen. If you're good to the, if you're good to the craft, it's going to be good right back to you. So that's where I am currently. So what, what
1: interests, because what interests do you have outside of basketball and journalism? Also also with, with the journalism piece. Because um, you're a young cat, obviously. I mean, you look young. We, you never can tell. <laughs> but very like young. Brad- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you talk about people like, we think about Mike Wallace and Ed Bradley. You know, you look at them later on and they sit there like this. And you're like, you 90 what? Like, yeah, I'm 90. <laughs> no offense to either one. <laughs> but, but how far do you want to take your journalism? Is, is sports uh, end all? Cause when you're, to me, once you're a good sports interviewer, It's a dynamic thing you have to bring to the table. But sometimes, you know, before before people transition, sitting down with a sports athlete could be like. (laughs) And the interviewers had to make it more interactive.
2: Well, I'll add this. I think the one of the advantages that I had, you know, coming in is, you know, um, I wasn't just interviewing ballplayers. You know, I've interviewed, you know, musicians. I've interviewed fashion icons. I've interviewed um, all those other all those boxers I've interviewed, you know, I've sat down with with Adrian Bronner for hours and in his hotel mm. talked about life. He talked about Floyd Mayweather's influence. I've talked with, you know, uh, Clarissa Shields, who's the, the women's boxing champion and, and, you know, cultivated a good relationship with her and, you know, have chronicled her, chronicled her career over the last you know few years. Um, it, it, it I think for me, as much as basketball was my muse, um, entertainment is interesting. And fashion is interesting, and I think that as much as, you know, basketball was my entry point, um, I think lifestyle is, is just as, as fascinating to me, whether it's the foods, whether it's the arts, whether it's um, the fashion. I think those things are are, are are essential, and I think, you know, it's essential because, um, you know, it, it kind of taps into the four pillars of hip-hop, too. You know, like, you know, I've had DJ Clue on the podcast, and, and DJ Clue, we took it all the way back to the 90s we talked about his work ethic we talked about what it was like being in a studio with biggie and puff um those 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 things are so important to the culture at large you know puff and jay-z and you know biggie and and and, and even to modern-day drake and and the baby and some of these other people are important to the fabric of um sports at large i think it's all married it's always been married but more so in the digital space it is more so now so um, basketball is my muse. I love basketball, but at the same time there there are other things that interest me too.
1: Okay. Now, what's the best advice that you've ever received
2: in your career thus far? Don't take no from someone who's not qualified to tell you yes Church church
1: means <laughs> word word means Fact. if you don't know what the word Fact. means Fact. but uh okay, now what's the best advice that you would give? An up-and-coming person that would want to venture into media and journalism and um, this this content production age right now what would would be the best advice you can give somebody
2: Uh, the higher you go up on the elevator it's your responsibility to send it back down Um, I think that a lot of times we um, don't look out for one another when we get to a certain point but sometimes where you think someone is it's not where they actually are I think in this industry it's a lot of smoke and mirrors um, and you're only as good as your last work and the body of work that you put in. So I think, you know, it's a combination of, you know, if you're, if you're, you don't have to be famous or, or, or an up and comer, you know, to, to be a mentor to somebody. And I think, you know, why not take certain people under your wing while you're on the journey up? Um, <clears throat> because when they make it, we all make it. I think it's it. I think we live in a, in a very, you know, selfish society. Like we can really help one another. There's more power in more than one than just one. And I think that um i
1: think that that's important yeah the true meaning of mentor there are a lot of people throwing around mentor and charging people for it, but the true meaning of mentor is like you said helping somebody on the way up or somebody you see in your position and things like that now offset question you ever think you're gonna because your family had a piece of a multi-billion dollar industry with the shoe industry i look at people now my brother's 10 years older than me but he dresses like he's 10 years younger. He dresses, you know, everything got to match. Everything got to be fresh. He's one of those cats that will go online. He's literally went online and I think might've been a pair of, uh, some, some auction, but him selling a pair of LeBron's paid for him and his wife's vacation. Like it's a whole nother, like he did something online. Oh, you, it's, there's, there's a, there's a deep industry there. Would you ever venture into that industry again?
2: It's a different era. Um, I think when when you talk about those pair of sneakers, one of the things that I think I, I, I don't want to use the word regret because I don't have many regrets, but one of the things that I wish I would have done is maybe save some of those posters that I had and you know like Clyde Drexler posters. Like I talked to Clyde just about the days of when he wore Avias, and he's like, "And you remember that?" know and talking to you know dominique wilkins yo i remember when you wore brooks or talking to hakeem olajuwon when he was hakeem olajuwon he wore brooks like that stuff is fascinating to people now and maybe if i held on to a couple of those Scooby things you know maybe Radio. i would have been able to you know pay for a vacation but i think um
1: it's well, a more than vacation thing. got the Clyde drexler avias that's probably
2: <laughs> and you know scotty pippen wore a bs too before nike before the Big yeah Big before Big World, nike, World. nike yeah so nike
1: wasn't Nike wasn't the shoe. People don't recognize Nike was not the basketball shoe.
2: Converse,
1: until- Converse was.
2: Converse yeah. was. So magic water weapons. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of nostalgic for me to see uh, Kawhi Leonard wearing the New Balances because I remember when when um James Worthy wore them. You know, he was the marquee guy, you know. So you know Kawhi being with the Clippers now, and obviously you know uh, James Worthy being a, a Lakers icon, is is pretty cool to see that. You know, come full circle. Um, so, to answer your question directly, um, it's something that I would wouldn't be interested in. <clears throat> but I know how much work it took. My grandmother, uh, my late nana, was was worked uh, and ran a sneaker store and a shoe store. We had a sneaker store and a shoe store during the day, and at night she was a nurse at Rikers Island. And um, yeah, so like she she definitely I, I watched her work ethic and what she needed to do. I knew it was a lot of work that goes into it. I would definitely need help. Uh, and doing that and but 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 it's something that, that that's um intriguing to me
1: all right well for those that thank you b for taking taking time out i know you're on the docket i know you're interviewing folks i know you're running around los angeles and you're only here for a couple more days brandon scoop b scoop b radio show brandon scoop b robinson thank you so much how can people get in touch with you
2: Um, Follow me on Twitter, at ScoopB, as well as Instagram and Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. But most importantly, make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast, which is available on all platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, or simply visit ScoopBradio.com. That's S-C-O-O-P, letter B, radio.com. That's it.
1: Thanks so much, brother. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: Yes, sir. Scoopie Radio. Overtime.
0: Hold up.